This is CliffCentral.com. Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour to all of you who are tuned into the Fashion Lab on Cliff Central. My name is Lisa Gumba Regisford with the Fashion Lab team in studio, holding it down with my co-host, Morwick Peterson. Good afternoon, everyone. Now, for those of you who are tuning in for the first or second time, I'm just going to quickly remind you that Fashion Lab is the first business radio show to go live on air in not just Africa, but the world. And in our lab, we focus on the different aspects, different elements, dynamics of the fashion industry in Africa to provide a platform where we can grow and we can develop. So um, we've got some really cool guests in studio today. We've got some really nice uh, conversations that we will be dissecting today. But before we go on... Yeah, be- be- wanna, before we go on and before you introduce <laughs> I everyone, more yes, yes. something in particular that I read, Liz, that I want to share with everyone and want to encourage everyone to please um, start reading um, The Business of Fashion. So going through The Business of Fashion, and I read something absolutely phenomenal, and um, the subject matter and the heading there was, um, does... Um, made in matter You know when it comes to labeling Does it really matter um, Because how it's viewed now Is that when you look back um, If it was made in Italy and in, in Switzerland You know it, it used to speak about Quality and it, But now when you look at it um, in, 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 in Italy or in Milan You have um, sweatshops That's run by Chinese And it is made um, by the Chinese Right <laughs> <Made> there <in> <laughs> And then it's made in Italy Or it gets assembled A few stuff gets assembled in China And the last packaging And the final touches Gets put together in it in Italy And then the label says Made in Italy But the fabric um, and everything else Is still cheap so I, I don't know. Well, well, how do you feel? Is personally, I'm a person who's like, look, it's okay to have some tricks um, in the box, you know. Yeah. But we have to also be clever about how we do it. So sometimes I wonder when my stuff is made in Africa by Africa, and I have the plug in there, made in Africa. Does it give me um, higher sales? Does it make my brand a bit more attractive to not just the African market and but the global global market? And does it make sometimes when you think about African mindsets because we know how we are. Yeah. Um, does it also make them feel like no, this is too African? Let me just go buy the made in Italy. Yeah. But I think that what we need to do is also just pay attention to what is um you know you have to also be clever and pay attention to what what has more value. Exactly. You know, when you have um, labeling systems now, you want to look at the fair trade. You want to look at certified organic. Those are labeling systems that can put you up and above a lot of other brands, you know, that we are competing with. Exactly. So I think for me, made in Africa is still appealing, but it's about also just thinking, you know, yeah. when you want to pull your tricks, because people yeah. will always pull tricks. Yeah. You know, what do you want to put on there? But even, listen, though, will, even though you took it to China. Will you make your garments in China and still come back home and say, Made in South Africa, knowingly in your heart that you've made it in China. But um, we want to hear from you. We want everyone to engage and get onto this. Does labeling where your items, your garments are made, does it still play an important role to you as an individual? Please um, send us your tweets. We are um, cliffcentral.com. Also on um, Fashion Lab um, AF. AF on Twitter. Um, Fashion Lab Africa on our Facebook page. Um, join the conversation on WeChat. 
just um, add WeChat onto your Cliff Central onto your account and in studio and let's have a conversation. Um, I mean, our guest. I would also just like to hear once you introduce our amazing guest. Yes. yes. What What do they have to say? Because what there's phenomenal people sitting in studio. You guys don't know what's coming your way. Well, let's let me take it back there. Today on the show, we are discussing um, or dissecting the role that the Houting Fashion Council is playing. You know, to make things better for the South African fashion industry with a specific focus in Houting. Um, joining us in studio are special guests, uh, David Klale. We have JJ Skuman. We have Lesero Malazzi. We have Vanya Mangaliso. And we have Bontle Mogoye. Um, welcome to the studio, all of you fabulous people. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for Thank having you. us. Thank you. Hi. <laughs> and I mean, they, they all look dapper. I mean, even when Gareth Cliff <laughs> came in, he said, wow. You guys just look um, absolutely amazing. I mean, just the color palette and how everyone looks different from little leather jackets and different pieces. You guys look absolutely you guys look amazing. Thank amazing. You. Thank phenomenal. You. Welcome on to the Welcome show. Welcome to the show. And just a quick reminder before we move on, uh, we have a very interesting segment at the end of the show called Who Would You Want to Dress? And for those of our listeners who are tuned in, please start thinking about who you would want to dress and why we'd love to share because sharing is caring. And we'll also be unleashing all of that. Who would you want to dress us yes. <laughs> through all of our guests? And so it's going to be a very fun. I think we're going to start early today. But um, yes, you, for those who are tuning in, this is the Fashion Lab and we are going to be moving straight into our talks with uh our lovely um, guests in studio. Yeah. But before we start, you guys obviously heard us just kind of touch a bit on, you know, the whole what made in and, and does it really matter? What, what are your take? What, what's your take? What are your takes? Yeah. Any one of you I can go. I believe that, I believe that the label thing, it's still working. Mm-hmm. Um, I can break it in several categories. Yeah. In some countries, it's sentimental. Yeah. Um, I believe that with South African Punting it into the rest of the world The world is now focusing on South Africa You know, and they want to help For that reason um, A lot of people outside of South Africa Would buy South African product That carry the made in South Africa label Yeah, but yeah. What do you put on your brand? You? Yeah. Oh well, I put let's say No, but, <laughs> but where is it made? It's, it's, it's made in South Africa You sure? Like 100% David, you come in there Because you're a person that, that, that's all over You and JJ And also yes. Banya. <laughs> um, how do you guys feel about, you know, uh, how do you feel about made in South Africa or if you make your garments in China, is it, how do you guys feel on that made? Isn't it an important factor to you guys as designers? I believe it's, I mean, first of all, as, as a designer in South Africa, you have to be patriotic in all spheres because if you are going to say, product made in South Africa and you know that it's made in China and then you just labeled it when it gets into the country it's a problem because first of all there's no truth in what you're doing and you're not helping the 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 clothing and textile industry at all I mean when you look at many years ago the industry was like powerful we used to export to like the entire I mean to the world I mean if San Laura used to manufacture at in Cape Town at Hasamonatic in the early 80s, late 90, early 90s. And um, that, told, that just shows you that we as South Africans, we have the, um, the craftsmanship and the excellence to do it, and we just need to get back to it. So 
for me, it is very important to make products that are proudly South African. Very true. Yes, we may not have all the, the, the raw materials in our country. We can import them, but make sure that your products is made here mm-hmm. by South Africans yeah. for the, for the global market because we're actually helping our economy as well. And it just boosts our economy too. Um, JJ, your take, you and Vanya? I think that, um, made in has actually got a very long history because if I remember when I was a child, when we would see a label says made in China, we always thought, oh no, this must be cheap because it's <laughs> absolute rubbish. <laughs> and then the Chinese label then sort of started to get momentum because it, the prices started to go up and the, the Chinese products are not actually cheap anymore. Yeah. And if you also think like these top, top, top designers in the world, the international guys are actually also doing their stuff in China, but yet they, China. they yes. get the price. So maybe a handbag will be 50,000 rand. It's made in China, but it has a fabulous label. So it almost says to me that it's about um, the designer and the sentiment that goes along with it. If you do want to have that special, beautiful, whatever it is, doesn't matter where it's made. But speaking about the South African context, that's something completely different. Because if we as South Africans want to build the fashion in South Africa, well, then you've got to uh, look at made in South Africa and then give that a strength and uh, a meaning and take it forward from there. I think made in South Africa still matters a lot or made in um, whatever country uh, because we also live in a globalized world and I think your product, uh, wherever it is in a global market, must still tell a story. People buy stories. At the end of the day, clothes are beautiful clothes are just beautiful clothes. People buy the story behind where it was made. And as everyone has said, you know, like in the past, if you thought China, it stood for child labor, cheap things. But those things change with fashion and, and time. I mean, China has really come out of, um, I suppose, the pits they were in a few years ago. And if you think of where the South African market is also, the more we do and the more we get out there and we sell what South African fashion is about, it will stand for something good and positive. And you wouldn't want to miss out on that. You guys are truly oh. African kids. Kids of the what's soil. Your, what's your tag? <laughs> Bontley, what's your tag? So we can go straight kids back to kids of the soil. I'm, I'm sitting in. I'm thinking. Okay, um, you know, um, maybe it's because I've got a problem about China. Yeah. <laughs> Things that are made in China. You can say whatever you want to, girl. Yes, it's 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 killing the fashion industry, and it's good because some of the things are cheap, well, affordable. To a certain market But the, I think my problem comes When it comes to copying of style Because we all look the same We don't know who's like your Tom Ford Your David Lyle They always copy And you get those small Angana boutiques That sells this You know when you love a brand Let's say I'm committed to David Lyle's brand And you get something from China Someone goes to China and say I want this But it's you know it's by David Lyle Now you don't you, you don't have you can't define yourself because China now has that big market that they so I so I truly believe in South African product and I wish and pray that um as the fashion council will will change and you know South Africa will have a different uh perspective and understanding of what is a brand. If if you own a brand the the the, the work that goes into it. Maybe China will become China and any other country, when it comes from Italy, it will just come from Italy, and South Africa it will just come from South Africa. So, I am anti-China, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are amazing. I mean, this is we are sitting with um, the board of directors from the Gauteng Fashion Council. I mean, I even get goosebumps just saying <laughs> that we now have 
a council and we can now move forward. Mm. But with the new establishment of the Gauteng Fashion Council this year, um, how did it all come about and what's the council's um, main objective, um, you know, for the way moving forward? The for the fashion industry. Sorry, mm. thank you. For the fashion industry. Um, I, okay. I think... If if you have, we would have noticed in 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 many years that we have had the fashion industry in South Africa, uh, it's always been fragmented, and the fashion council, especially the Gauteng and national, is basically to tie and put together everything and coerce the industry as for all the stakeholders to be under one roof and be able to benefit from the from the industry. Wow. Wow, I mean, any any one of you guys because there's five of them. The studio is full today, <laughs> and there's a powerhouse of them. Yeah, so I mean, basically, we, you know, as as board of directors, we all started like a few months ago uh, when the Gauteng Fashion Council was formulated, um, which was one of the mandate from the National Fashion Council mm-hmm. that Gauteng has to have a fashion council because. When you look at major fashion weeks, they happen in Gauteng yeah. or in Johannesburg, I would mm-hmm. say. Yes. But um, more than anything else, we are basically the heartbeat of the fashion industry in the country. And it was just wrong that Fashion Council was not existing in in, Johann- in Gauteng. I mean, Cape Town Fashion Council has been long established yeah. and it's been running for years. And uh, Guazulu Natal Fashion yeah. Council has been running. So for the very first time uh, in like 11 years... Um, we have a, fi- a Gauteng Fashion Council, wow. which is going to try to mobilize our unity in the industry. Um, there's a lot of challenges. There's a lot of learnings that we are going to go through. But we want to become that voice that speak to our government or our province to say the fashion ca- fashion industry is the business and it is, is an, it's an economic force um, that actually can help our province to grow. And also there's so many young talent, established talent that is not known. The only people that are actually known in the in in, 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 in would say in um in the fashion industry is maybe people that showcase at Fashion Week and stuff yes. like that. But there's more creatives that are like working from I would say the western area or in East Bang yes. or in even in Swane. So as a as a council is trying to bring everybody together under one roof and not just only fashion designers but it's like the whole the spectrum the whole, whole industry. Beautiful. Yeah. You must all independently bring some sort of value to the GFC, you know? What are your roles as directors on the Houting Fashion Council? Um, maybe we could start with Bonte. Okay. Um, maybe you must start there. Oh. Mine is longer. <laughs> 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 I'm JJ new. Johnson, JJ Johnson. Okay. JJ Because um, I'm new in the industry. It's really very difficult. You know, our Houting Fashion Council was founded this year in 2015. And we are on a mission. And the mission is to support and develop the Houting Fashion industry. That's really what it is. Um, so are you guys all doing this collectively or do you have specific roles? I think it's also important to mention that, um, you know, for the Fashion Council to be formed, you needed a legal body of directors mm-hmm. and this board of directors is going to go out to the communities and get the mandate from the community as to what this thing should look like. Yeah. The strategy has been formulated. However, we need the input, the bind of everyone. Yeah. As JJ was saying, that it's, it's a collective effort. It's not just about fashion. It's about the different stakeholders who play a role in fashion in the sense that you don't necessarily have to make clothes to be a fashion player. 
you know, you can be doing a radio show, you can be doing a TV show, but you're playing a role in fashion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So basically, ultimately what we are trying to do is to structure the industry so that everyone... <coughs> sorry. What we're trying to do is to structure the industry And our roles as directors is to go out there To You know, the five different directors have been um, given metros And we need to go out there and speak to the different stakeholders in the metros And formulate solutions that speak to the particular challenges As David was saying earlier That obviously our industry has gone through a lot You know, we started 14 years ago The industry has grown, it has changed We've also seen so many things, you know Mm. And I mean, JJ Talking 30 years of experience in the industry So he could, <laughs> he, could t- he could tell you He could tell you a thing or two However mm. it's about drafting the way forward It's about structuring the industry It's about making sure that but Basically the role of the fashion council is to make sure that Firstly there's a database Who are the people out there What are you doing in fashion Where are you, what role are you playing If you're talking of established designers What is an established designer in the South African context If you go to New York or Anywhere in the world, even the British Fashion Council, and you talk of established designers, they will have a criteria what they're using. It's all those things that we as a fashion council are trying to establish to really get organized. So we are an industry that is taken seriously like any other. Mm-hmm. It's not just about in- entertainment, mm-hmm. but I think what's most important is that conversion because everyone knows that South Africa has got talent, creativity. Yeah. And I imagine quality not too long will be a given. Everyone will make quality clothes. However, it's that conversion. How do we make money? How do we create jobs? And I, I like, mm, and, and yeah. I like mm. that you guys are actually also considering getting to the people to yeah. be able yeah. to sit and actually come up with a strategy that's not just your five heads and a couple of other, you know, consultants, but yeah. actually talking to the industry and getting them to come back to you, t- and then you kind of then formulate something based on, on the industry's needs. So that's that's very cool. Yeah. That's yeah. very cool. I think because I'm I'm just sitting here and I'm thinking, you guys are obviously brand new. But I can see already just with the collective that you are, you guys are very strong. So could we, is there, has the, the fashion, the Gauteng Fashion Council, and Gauteng means Johannesburg for no. our listeners no. that is globally. Province, don't get it wrong. It's globally. It's a province. For our African listeners who are like, what's that? What's that? Yeah, that's okay. just too much. <laughs> um, what is um, the GFC's vision, mission, goals? Um, you know, for the development, the growth and sustainability of the fashion um, business. I mean, in Johannesburg. In Johannesburg. I mean, in Houting. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go in back. In Yeah. Um, we actually have nine uh, pillars of radical transformation, and just to put it in a short summary, uh, a radical economic transformation is to develop the small, medium, and large enterprises also in the townships, and to promote innovation to fast track the development of new industries. Uh, the second one would be decisive spatial transformation, which means to connect and integrate the work and human set- settlements to uh, sustainability, modernize and to modernize human uh, settlements. Uh, the modernization of the public service is the third one. That means we've got to change the way the institutions relate to society and to serve the people. The fourth one is accelerated social transformation, which is to raise the social and living standards and quality of life, build social cohesion and social solidarity. We have a first one, re-industrialization of Gauteng province, that would be a strategic infrastructure development. 
Um, we have also modernization of public transport and infrastructure to connect the economies across the province with OR Tambo and special economic zones. The modernization of the economy, which would be the township entrepreneurs involved in mainstream economy. Mm-hmm. The number eight would be modernization of human settlement and urban development, which is social and economic infrastructure development. And then taking the lead in Africa's new industrial revolution, because Gauteng is Africa's fourth biggest economy, contributing 11% to Africa's economy. And Vanya, wow. you want to add on? As I think one of the um, simpler things that you will see as a result of having um, a Gauteng fashion province is there's a ca- you know we'll come up with a calendar. There's so many different events that happen in fashion. Um, you find the designers are not sure: do I do this one? Do I do that one? Or where does it put me in my career? You know, as a young designer who's coming up, if I do the show here, I do a show here. Where does it put me in terms of my develop my upward mobility? You know, in my career. And one of the nice things that will come up is that we can set up a, a fashion, uh, even a fashion week um, calendar, like they do in other parts of the world. So that there's time, people who want to go overseas to do shows are able to do that. It's yeah. not a compromise. Mm-hmm. If you want to stay locally and do shows, you can do that also. And also, if you want to go and showcase overseas, what do you do? What do you need to do? You Very know, there true. will be a way because obviously there are lots of people with experience who showcase overseas, yeah. and there must be a way that uh, uh, there's a skills transfer and that can filter down, you know, to the designers who are starting out. Very true. Very David. nice. We like that. David? Yeah, I mean, for us as, also, as a Gauteng, our responsibility is to buy into the vision of the Gauteng province, mm-hmm. especially as a creative council yeah. uh, or part of the creative council because, um, you know, <coughs> most of the governmental offices, they mostly focus on development in transportation, yes. cities and everything yes. else. But now we are here as a voice of part of the creative council to say we are here and we are a, a, a powerful economic force yes. that actually can be supported by government mm-hmm. and also to bring forth, I mean, I mean, the government is like really focusing on, um, uh, uh, Revolution in townships and just finding those creative people that are sitting in, in Fosloras, in Soweto, in wherever in Dipslot to say, you have the talent and you can be the new change. Because I mean, as South Africans, we, we are, we are currently at a state where we are inspiring new ways of doing things. And that's actually our slogan as, as South Africans to say, we have to inspire new ways. And as part of the, of, of, of the vision of the Gauteng province is to say, the creative council or the, the the creative industry more than anything else the fashion industry is alive and it's here to just be the change that you actually want to see wow mm. wow mm. david that is that that is words <laughs> of power i mean if if we can all adapt that thought and just process it and understand that business fashion is it's a business. It's yeah. like any other business. And I think with us, because people get us confused because we are creatives, exactly. you know, We're and then it's about, we, they think we concentrate just on the glitz and the glam and, yeah. oh, I was dressed by David. That is not, that is not fashion. That's not enough. Know? But no. it's a part of the process of what we do. Mm-hmm. But in, in, in retrospect, it's about selling your clothing. It's about getting new 
and what is it clients and con- mm. and 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 building yourself out there not just in South Africa but we have to think globally exactly you know we have it's to think it's also globally. about thinking of fashion as a science like any other the, f- the business of fashion it's a science that if you do certain things like we were chatting earlier that you know people still need those basic ed- that basic education in fashion the, the whole jargon mm. you were yes. talking line sheets earlier yes, yes. you know like <laughs> and you know i can go on about those line <laughs> sheets yeah and also i mean to make sure that uh, the value chain of the fashion industry is is fully um, covered functional. and functional because yeah, optimized. It, yeah, and it's not only about just making clothes. After making it, where are you gonna sell it? Exactly. Who's gonna supply and who's gonna manufacture? Yes. So we need to make sure that the whole value chain of the fashion industry in Gauteng is alive and there's new opportunities created for for the industry. Guys, could you just tell me? And I know you we're talking about the whole value chain. Is it like? Could you give me the elements, some of the elements on the value chain? Because some we assume are on the value chain here, some are not. What, what, from manufacturing to production, fabric, um, uh, do you, are you working on fabric, um, designers or fabric, um, people who actually design fabric? Are you working on, tell me a bit of. I mean, the, yeah, yeah, go ahead, Lisa. There hasn't, there hasn't been proper cohesion <laughs> and many of the segments have, have not really talked together mm-hmm. you know i mean we have graphic designers we have textile designers that do not know as to what the designers are doing and we designers do not know where the textile designers are based so we're hoping that as a council we will be there will be a cohesion mm-hmm. of all yeah. these segments you know to can be able to to add value into everyone's element of design mm-hmm. you know um i believe that uh, for us to be distinctive and to be a force to be reckoned with, as we speak in global connections, mm. uh, we need to be we need to be distinctive in some way. And perhaps um, fabrics is one of the elements that we could use in that regard. Mm. Mm. Very true. Very true. Um, one of the interesting thing when you things when you talk of the value chain, uh, as Lisa was saying, is that I don't think we have. Um, Proper stats in terms of if it's fabrics, if you're a fabric producer, what is that? What is that industry worth? And if we are to optimize our value chain, we still need to go back and go find out how many people are in in, in fabric. Because mm. also a lot of people think that oh no, South African mills have closed down. Maybe we should go back and and open those mills. But the question you need to ask is, if you're gonna spend three hundred million to open a mill. How many jobs are you creating yes. as opposed to focusing on what you're good at, which is that conversion where you can go to the Oriental Plaza or import the, clo- the, the, the fabrics, but bring the, 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 the costs of importing the fabrics down. And then you take a fabric that is worth 300 rands and you convert into a garment that's worth 30,000. And that is what we need to be. Those are the things that we need to look at closely. And that's where, the, you know, you, you analyze the value chain and you say, where can I maximize my efforts? Because you can't go build this mill at 500 million to produce fabric yeah. and you're only creating 10 jobs or 20. I like that, Vanya, but I just quickly want to say that we also have to empower African people, especially yeah. the industry. Buying fabric is not power. No. Designing your own fabric and create that there's power. Yes. And for us to be able to sit with certain brands on a certain level in the global space, because we want to trade globally, but we still want to keep our um, African um, pride and our African roots and culture and, and the, the things that ground us home is how do you have, how are you competing? How even you, how do you even feel when you're showcasing at New York Fashion Week? 
and all of your fabric is bought. You don't know where it's bought from. <laughs> no, seriously, it's a real, it's a really, it's a real, it's a problem. And I'm a designer too. We are all creatives here and I still buy fabric, yes, but because until we find a way to be able to start getting textile and fabric designed yeah. or, 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 you know, manufactured for us in a low, lower, you know, in a lower cost, something that makes sense, we have to still find alternative ways, but we still have to encourage the African creative industry to understand that you have to work. This has to be your long-term goal. I don't care what happens. You're going to have to get to a point where you work on your own fabric and when you step into the runways yeah. and people see your staff, mm. they, because you get slapped, you'll get slapped by lawsuits. These yeah. people who are pr- reproducing fabric are reproducing people's prints that you don't even know. Mm-hmm. And when you buy it, you're, you're innocent, but... In the global space, you could be so guilty without even knowing. And that is where you then lose your power. So we have to also be very powerful. We have to have knowledge. We have to have information Mm. of how to be able to stay ahead. Let us become our own bliss coach. David wanted to come in there. (laughs) David and Lisseho. David, go. I think most importantly for us is to understand that as a fashion council, we're like just newbies in in the board of directors. We're just the founding members here. Mm -hmm. And we're here to say we are... The Houghton Fashion Council is still going to be launched, and we are still going to need the public's um, input. People, and also these manufacturers, fabric manufacturers, everybody, shoe designers, and, you know, the entire value chain to come and work with us. Because right now, we have nobody to work with. And we are here to say... We are here now. And you're open for yeah. business. And we open. <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> business is about. Not as yet. <laughs> Not as yet. But David, just quickly. Uh, it, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's so interesting that you're saying you, you're engaging with the public. Yeah. yeah. You know, and you're out here to let the public know. And, but what I want to ask is, do you guys already have an existing database of, you know, designers and people, individuals within the fashion industry? And how are you planning on reaching out? To those masses. I mean, this is this is one platform, yeah. you know. But what other strategic planning is there to say that we are now the um, fashion council within Johannesburg, Gauteng, and how how what are you guys planning on reaching out to? Um, we we have started engaging some of the industry players, you okay. know, that have been dealing with development from I don't know time in in memorial, you know, and we we are saying to them, uh, guys, this is our plea. We are trying to establish the cancer and we want you guys to help us. You know, um, we know people that have worked with certain metros, like we have said, mm-hmm. that, uh, part of, part of the key thing based on aligning ourselves with, with the government vision is that the broader communities, you know, even at grassroots level needs to have a meaningful role in the, um, the province's GDP growth. You know, and these are these are the people that uh, that we need to engage with. Yeah. You know, grassroots, and even those that are above. Yeah. You know, at, at the top or the A listers or the B listers, yeah. whoever that might be. But have you guys started working on your database? Is there some sort of database, like you know, because even if there's like a um, twenty designers, and it will like spread out. But do you guys already have an existing database that you're working on? It's uh, yeah. it's okay. very limited, but you know, at the moment, what we need is actually to start with that database and that website yeah. to get all the information of every single person that yes. works in fashion, whether they put studs on a dress somewhere mm. or whether they are just beading, uh, or, beading yeah. or anybody that's in the fashion 
whatsoever. And it doesn't mean specifically just dressmaking. It includes leather and footwear and, and everything, even carpet making, because, you know, fashion is actually an enormous, huge thing. And historically speaking, up until 94, the fashion industry was completely protected. Um, everything was locally made. And then since 94, the market then was exposed to the international market with a lot of fierce competition coming mostly from Asia, which means um, uh, factories would pop up everywhere and they are not regulated. So there's a lot of irregulation going on and with no value really coming back. So somebody now can compete with you in your own country paying less for what they should be paying just because there's no regulation. Mm. So, uh, if it, you know, everything needs to be a little bit more formal so that everybody's on the same page and can um, set sort of like a, um, a new set of rules of how it's going to be. Mm. Yeah. May I also add yes. that, um, <laughs> may I also add that there is, there has been research that has been done. Okay. You know, there has been people that, that have been working on the ground. Uh, to try and compile a database. Yes. So there is a comprehensive database that we currently going to be working with uh, to be able to bring everybody together. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And while you're saying that, the, there's people that say, we don't know what the fashion, what the fashion, uh, Houting Fashion Council is all about, who formulated it or anything. Just feel free to go to our mm. Facebook page, mm. uh, the Houting Fashion Council, and also to the National Fashion Council, send us your details and then you'll be in the database, you'll yeah. get communication and because this is only the beginning of the Gauteng Fashion Council yeah. and we are going to grow with your help out yeah. there mm. so that we become a powerful force. Yeah, it's all about moving moving together yeah. As, yeah. As, as one exactly. and not just because I saw a little bit on Twitter people were saying we are just as much <laughs> as and there's no time to fight, just yeah. say yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. exactly and, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, but Bunta wants to come in. She wants, she wants to defend those people. Finally, <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to say uh, we have, thank God, uh, somebody who's doing our PR. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And oh gosh, okay. And uh, we also very much involved in terms of communicating with people. I know, with me, um, every time I go, I see friends. I got a couple, a lot of friends who are designers into fashion media. I, s- I tell them about the Houghton Fashion Council because it's not only about the five of us. It's yes. not only about, uh, SA Fashion Council. It's about everybody. I mean, even a normal person in the streets because they wear the clothes that, that we David and yes. everybody, yeah, you yes. guys do. And, um, we come in when we have to go and source out clothes from you and say, this is what, uh, David has done, JJ and everybody else. So, um, yeah, people will talk. Yes, they're going to talk. Yeah. But, sorry, we are not going to listen because all we're going to do is work. It's work. We're going to yeah. work with you. And yes. whether yeah. you're going to talk, it's not going to change anything. Mm-hmm. And we would love their support. Everybody, whether it's negative feedback or positive, or positive feedback, we need it so that we can grow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, we need to grow. Hopefully, we might be launching now. Soon. Remember, this is the Fashion Lab right on Club Central. My name is Moik Peterson, and I'm joined in studio by my beautiful co-host, Lizzo Gumba, and we're speaking to the Tank Fashion Council. I mean, if you guys are not tuned in and you guys are not listening, you are missing out on essential information, and then at the end of the day, you turn around and say, well, I didn't know, but well, now you know. You know, now <laughs> mm. you know. And Nigeria, they 
say who no no go no. <laughs> don't worry, don't mind us. <laughs> anyway, um, as we continue this uh, beautiful conversation, I just wanted to find out from you guys. So I know we've been speaking about so many different elements of what you foresee the uh, Houting Fashion Council being able to bring into the fashion industry here mm-hmm. in Houting and actually South Africa. Um, do you guys have you, you have also to learn to say Houting? Houting. Because it sounds like you say okay. Houting. We have a, okay. we have a server that says Houting. Yes. Yes. Okay. okay, give me it's a break. Houting. Okay, Houting. That's okay. it. Okay, well guys. Done. All right, let's okay. do this again. So now in with a Houting Fashion yes. Council. All right, can I get a clap or something? Yeah. Thank you very much. Oh, yes. Thank you. yes. So with the Houghton Fashion Council, um, are you guys also looking at um, other activations like workshops and seminars just to be able to pump in fresh information into even just existing um, established fashion designers? I always yeah. say that people say, oh, it's the upcoming who need. I'm like, and like we said, we have to first redefine who's established and upcoming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the same time, everybody needs support on an ongoing basis. Yeah. So have you guys thought about workshops and seminars as well in your mm-hmm. rollout plan? Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to be on a, on a, on a road trip to different uh, cities. I mean, Eguruleni, city of Joburg, uh, Tswane, the Western area, city Bing, where we will be, um, Involving the designers or the fashion industry in yeah. those different metros. And once the, we have an executive council of the Houting Fashion Council, then we are going to start activating workshops, engaging with the public yeah. and make sure that everybody knows what it takes to showcase at SA Fashion Week, what it takes to showcase mm-hmm. at, at AFI, yes. African Fashion International, what it takes to showcase globally. But beyond that, the business of fashion. Yes, that's what, what is a matters. Line sheet? Exactly. You know, what yeah. is uh, a line sheet? That, that, that really annoys Don't me. open that channel. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah. I Looking I at the time, don't open it. Not today, please. Vanya, you wanted to go. Sure. Another thing to mention, um, besides having the five directors within the Fashion Council, you've got subcommittees, something that stands for retail, a subcommittee that stands for education and, and marketing and all different um, aspects of the fashion industry. F- talking about workshops, for instance, the education subcommittee would then link up, say, with an educational institution like UJ, and then they would formulate workshops. If designers out there need to be printing their own fabrics, we've got experts, we've got people that have Mm -hmm. done amazing work in that field. Um, Those people can be brought in to say, come give Mm -hmm. a workshop on on, on fabric dyeing or whatever it is Mm -hmm. that you want, or fabric painting. And even with with marketing, there are people who are ex- the South Africans all over the world actually who are excelling in many amazing things, like the head maker in London who makes heads for the Queen. Now you take a guy like that. That's somebody that we can bring in once we've established that this is what South African designers need, and mm. say, listen, mm-hmm. come and run a workshop in South Africa. Yeah. And also, what's nice about it is when you invite them, you are inviting them as as a unified South African body that stands for everyone, as opposed to. Just one individual, I don't know whether a fashion week or a little fashion school calling him in. So a guy like yeah. that, his time is maximized and the reach is that wider because the South need. African Fashion Council yeah. is an all-encompassing, yeah. the Gauteng Fashion Council is an mm. all-encompassing Gauteng body for fashion. Our guests are on fire. I'm sorry. Yeah, like I'm people, we are on fire right here. If you guys don't know, I mean, no, our listeners no. who are tuning in, I hope you're feeling the vibes because it's about to go. It's going down. It's not even about. <laughs> it's no, going I, down. I just want to introduce something. And you know, this is the big thing when it comes to South Africa and Africa. You know, I'm going to speak about the funding. 
<laughs> money. Yeah. Everyone is about. You don't have money. Everyone, every, everyone is about. Will you guys be looking at as the council in later stages? You know, funding um, designers and people that need funding. And what will your application? What will that whole process be? I also, before you answer this question, yeah. I just want to say to people: Let's be real. It doesn't mean David or JJ or Sanka Desvanya sitting on here that now they on the board that they have money no. or they pumping money or if you see they they, they move forward and they growing it is not don't the judge money them. of the council just so David. you know we don't get paid for doing this no. we're doing yes. it from a good heart yeah. we board of directors for the Gauteng Fashion Council we do it for free because yeah. we love the industry Ooh, you, ho- you all had you that like we, got okay. we got a we yes. got a clap without got money a clap. without funding we move forward yeah. we move yeah. forward but at a later stage, will you guys be looking in terms of, um, you know, will you guys fund people? Mm. Okay. Um, okay. For now, <laughs> okay, let me start. <laughs> for now, we, because we're still establishing the council and, you know, we need to get involved with different sectors like your Gauteng uh, Economic Development, whereby they... Other people need to know us before we can say we've got a million to give to all the designers. For now, we, we are, we are trying to establish, actually, we're not trying. We are establishing the council. I wanted to say, yes, I wanted to say, yes. We are establishing the council and then, um, funding after we have the database and we know who needs what, what must be done in the whole industry. Then we can say, okay, here we are and this is what we are offering to you. I, for for now, we don't have money. <laughs> so don't come around asking for money. We are still <laughs> looking for money no, to establish no, the council. We don't have money. No, okay. no, no but what, what's important is also to say that the Fashion Council is formed on the mandate from government. Yes. Government will fund the Fashion Council as soon as we are organized, as, as Bunteso says, yes. that mm-hmm. there's certain things that we need to do. So at this stage, it's a little bit premature to talk about money. However, mm-hmm. funding <laughs> is a very important part of it. Yes. Yeah. Without funding, none yes. of these dreams, move. these are all yes. piped Things will not move. It will be very when it happens. Everyone will know. We'll come back here again yes. and mm. say, "Please now submit the applications. This is a criteria. Yeah. It's a very transparent process that we're trying to do. It's, it's it's also very important that everyone is moving along on the same page. But, but I'm sure. Sorry to. Um, I, I mean, since we're here and they would want funding, I'm sure there's people listening <laughs> who can help the fashion council. You better push it out there. You better push it. We would really appreciate so that we can grow yeah. the the upcoming and the all those who are who are established designers and not only designers but everybody who's the in the there. Yeah. 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 So. Lions are open. This is the Fashion Lab holding it down on Cliff Central with a Houting Fashion Council. Well done. <laughs> the lines are, yeah, the, the lines are open 0861 uh, You can tweet us at cliffcentral.com or Fashion Lab AF. You can insta whatever you're thinking about on Fashion Lab Africa. And, uh, um, we're just going to continue this nice conversation. I hope you guys are enjoying yourselves. You can share your comments and your feedback. Um, for the Houting Fashion Council here with us again, I just have another question. I believe that you guys are holding a, a metro region meeting soon. Yeah. Could you just tell, share with us a bit about that? Is that open for the public or is that just something closed? Um, um, I think everybody in whatever metro that they belong to, needs to be on the lookout because um, there will be invitations sent out 
you know, to attend certain meetings and the dates will be communicated. However, um, I, can I just give out um, an email address where they yes, can please. send? Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, the email address is info at Houshem, at Houtem Fashion, Houtem Fashion Council, uh, <laughs> And we will be able to respond to every, uh, inquiry that can be sent out in terms of the dates and, uh, yeah, the dates for the meetings. Just, just invite only? Quick. Like, is this like exclusive invite it's not, only? It's okay. not an exclusive, not exclusive invite. <laughs> it's open to the public. If, 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 if the meeting is going to happen in Sidibeng and you live in Sidibeng and okay. you want to be part of the okay. council. So the metro welcome. meetings, just to, to all the listeners and people that's engaging with us, the metro meetings, it's, op- it's open to every single one. So when you hear there's a meeting, it, it's not exclusive. It is not by invitation. Um, the fashion, um, the Gauteng Fashion Council, it's their ways of engaging mm-hmm. and building database so that we can all grow together and move forward um, but wow. it's got to be specific. Yeah. It's for the people that are in the industry, in the fashion <laughs> industry. When you say free for all, it doesn't mean <laughs> you're in IT and then now you heard there's a fashion council meeting. We are going yeah. to these metros to be able to find people who want to be part of the executive council and um, then so that we can be able to move this Houting Fashion Council forward because there is no fashion council, uh, Houting Fashion Council without the people exactly. in, the, in, yeah. in the metros. Thank you, David. Okay? Thank you. Thank so you. we do need the people with skill, with ability and leadership skill because we, we, we cannot move forward if there's no leadership skills. True. Yeah. Yeah. True. Um, how, how can people get hold of you guys like immediately, effectively? The Houting Fashion Council. The Houting Fashion Council. I mean, it, is it quicker to engage with you guys on Twitter is it um, by email, Facebook? Facebook yes. which, which, which is the quickest way for people all, to all get of the above? Share the handles. Um, let's start with um, a GFC, a Houting Fashion Council, right? Mm. Yeah. Um, you've given the email address info at Fashion Council. No, info. Info at, at Houting, Houting Fashion, fashion Council. Okay. And then at the GFC, uppercase underscore. Um, yeah, it's up. It's underscore, right? Yes. No. Underscore. Yeah. No, no. Sorry, it's, it's Oh, you're talking no, about lowercase. big letters or small ones? It's very confusing. You guys, stop it. But it's all big letters. (laughs) Why are we now talking about big things now? (laughs) (laughs) Can you just, yeah, can you, you're confusing the lizards. Just give it to one, yeah, just give it to them one more time. Just clearly, the Twitter and the... uh, The email, it's info at Mm houtingfashioncouncil.co.za. Twitter handle is at GFC. We don't have, um... Yeah, you do. We don't have the, no, the, the, I meant the Instagram. Um, Facebook... But I think email email is most important. Yeah. I think once yeah. the email is there, it is most important. Yeah. Liz, I know you are very excited about your favorite segment yes. of the show. Yes, but just quickly, because we, um, for also our listeners who, who don't know, as much as we are sitting here with the Houteng Fashion Houteng. Council, Houteng Fashion Council here, uh, they are also indiv- independently um, fashion uh, entrepreneurs. They are also fashion brands. And I just want to give, get a quick one minute or two minute. We'll start from this side. David points this way <laughs> to oh, Bontley. Yeah. Just quickly who you are as a, as a brand or as a fashion entrepreneur and how they can, how our people can reach you, how our listeners can reach you. Okay. I'm 
Bontefela, and my surname, my dad will kill me if I don't correct you today. You pronounce my surname Mohoji. Mohoji. The Y, it becomes a G That's somehow. Right. Okay. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I'm into fashion media. I work for a woman and home magazine okay. as a fashion assistant. And I have my own clothing. I do my own clothes on the side. I used to be a fashion assistant for Tsoteti uh, KL, based in Pretoria, and Linda Makanya. We used to make men's clothing. And how can people how get can hold of you, Buntle? My Instagram account is Buntlefela, F-E-E-L-A underscore B. It's same as Twitter. I don't have Facebook. Excellent. Oh. Lesejo, how can... Okay, I'm Lesejo Malati, and I run the brand Mzanzi Designers Emporium. And you can reach me on my mobile number, zero seven nine. Really? Wow. wow! I'm like, woo! No, go ahead. You go, go ahead. ahead. Tell, go them, ahead. Tell, tell them. Tell them. Zero seven one nine double one seven four zero five. And my email is lesehot.malati at mzanzidesigners.co.za. And Twitter handle is at lsgmal. And my Facebook is lesehomalati. And what else? That's and and, we, and we can Vanya. move to Vanya. Vanya, let's go, girl. Let's go. We're running out of time. <laughs> Vanya Mangaliso from Sangares, quintessentially proudly South African brand. And you can reach me on fashion. That's the email address, fashion at sangares.co.za. And Twitter is at sun underscore goddess and the digit two. Excellent. And Instagram, it's sangares afrolux for African luxury. JJ? JJ Skuman? Uh, well, JJ Skuman, uh, we have a boutique in Rosebank and an atelier as well in Rosebank. Uh, it's just upstairs and downstairs. It's very easy to find for anybody that's ready there. We specialize in evening wear, beautifully designed and manufactured garments for really everybody. And of course, we do have some fabulous people uh, that come and the celebrities, etc., etc., but that's not the main business. It's just <laughs> sort of, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> so How can people get hold of you, JJ? <laughs> to, to get hold of me, we have a website, www.jjskuman.com. I have a Twitter handle, at jjskuman. Um, then I also do have, um, uh, um, what do you call it? Instagram? An I, atelier. Yes. It's... Um, Two J the numerical number two JJ at Tuscali dot Okay. David. I'm David Lale, fashion designer based in Johannesburg, and you can find me on Facebook, David Lale. Um Instagram, David Lale, Twitter, Tlale underscore large, and if you want to find my details, Google me. Wow, large wow. again. I love that so one. So many large things. <laughs> I like that. I like Google that. Now, guys, Google. we've got to that beautiful time of the um, afternoon where um, we are about to um, unleash our who would you want to dress and why. I hope that our listeners have been thinking about who they want to dress and why. And we're going to start from... David side, please. Why? David what? is what? always last. <laughs> David is but always I'm, last. But I'm We're gonna exactly. start. Okay, okay. Let's start, let's, start start with, let's start in the middle. Let's start in the middle. Vanya. Okay, good to see you. Who would you like to dress? Um, well, lots of be- dead or alive. <laughs> yeah, alive. just one. Okay. Yeah, just one no, and one. I, th- I think um, you know, somebody like uh, Michelle Obama would be an amazing person to dress. She's got the budget. She's always out there. <laughs> She's got the global uh, uh, media following her at every moment. One of the most photographed women in the world. 
I think, uh, yeah, I, I would love to dress uh, somebody like that. Wow. JJ, who would you want to dress and why? Good or bad, you know? <laughs> yeah, listen, this this question can have many, many answers, depend on the mood. <laughs> um, but I, I watched a wonderful um, interview on television, and I just thought how dynamic was Hillary Clinton and probably having a shot at being the um, next president of America. So for me, that would be a, a nice shot there. And, of course, I'm a Muslim Amani fan. <laughs> so give me a call, buddy. <laughs> Right. All right, David. David. <laughs> I'd like to dress um, Lenny Kravitz for obvious reasons. Mm. Um, obvious reasons. <laughs> obvious reasons. Okay. Um, let's he's go. 52. He so looks good. He has got power. He's a musician. And uh-huh. need I go on? No, yeah. no, no. You, you, you better stop. I'm gonna stop right you now. You better stop. <laughs> listen, who would you like to dress and why? Charlize Theron. Mm-hmm. I think she she's become. One of the ambassadors of South Africa, and I, I would really be as, like to as, be associated with that kind of feel. Excellent. Yeah. Style. <laughs> <laughs> I would love, I would love to to style uh, Dr. Precious Mutipi. That sophisticated classic look. I would. Just Nail it. take it to the next level. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I want to come in and say um, Alexander Wang, the designer, I think he's always in, he has the same aesthetic. And I think if you give him just a little bit color sometimes, or, you know, I think he's got potential to be in sometimes in a nice tailored little something. So that is who I want to dress. Liz? I would like to dress, I don't know if any of you have watched An African City, but I would like to dress the cast of An African City, and I have to big up Nicole Amatefio, because she has done an amazing job. If you don't know what Afri- An African City is, just go and YouTube it. But it's a very cool, new, modern girl. She's showing Africa the way I would love to show Africa, as an African child who was born here, exposed to the world, and is back here doing things and holding it down. So the cast is beautiful. It is the new Africa. Big up. Uh, any parting shots from our lovely guests? Before we go. Before we go. They, they also calm the essential. <laughs> They're like, what? I'm going to go again. <laughs> David. <laughs> David, do you want to go want, again? <laughs> what do you want me to say? Your parting any shots. Parting is there shots? anything that you want to push out there? Um, be proud of South African. Love your country. Stand for it. And uh, make it proud because uh, we have it going. The world is waiting for us. And nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody is going to make you a better person. You have to get up every morning with a purpose. Go to bed with a list of reflections. Very Mm. true. JJ, do you want to say? Yeah, my message is going to be about the Fashion Council. And I would like to call everybody out there in fashion to come together. Because together we can build this whole fashion thing. Um, South Africa has got so much potential. I mean, everybody knows that. And for our Exco team, we absolutely need dynamic people because uh, what's mostly important is after formulating all these wonderful ideas and plans is to actually execute them and implement them and taking it forward. So, guys, thank you. This was wonderful to be here. Hmm. Manya? I uh, just to the designer out there who might be feeling all jaded and discouraged about where the industry is, come out here, join the Fashion Council, look out for the um, metro meetings, don't sit there and not be involved, and then you watch other people do things that yeah. affect you. And when you have the opportunity, if you feel strongly about certain things, come out, let's hear them. Excellent. Lisa, your parting shots? Um, 
whoever else that could be listening in a being a designer or that could add value to <coughs> to the growth of the fashion industry in Gauteng, we extend an invite to you to come and listen to us and at one of our meetings let's and play your part. Let's grow together. Buntle? I would like to say to everyone, go out there, fly, strive, win, survive. Remember, you have to be the change you want to see in the future. Very true, mm. very true. My parting shots would be um, remember to everyone that's in the fashion industry that fashion is a business. So let's concentrate on the business element and then you'll see how you'll flourish on the glitz and the glam. So stay focused and know that fashion is a business. My parting shots, because everyone said what I wanted to say is... <laughs> 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 I was waiting for someone to say that. <laughs> My parting shots is don't be an African echo, be an African voice. It's time for Africa right. Now. And uh, you can join us later for later conversations on www.fashionlabafrica.com. This is where we be. Peace and love. Cliffcentral.com.